In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Good morning and welcome to our celebration of Mass. After the hurly-burly of Holy Week and Easter, we have this quiet Mass of this Easter Monday. This is a period in the Church's year that is called the Octave of Easter. It's a special eight-day period after Easter in which the meaning of the feast uh, goes on in the life of the Church. And we hear in this period uh, experiences that people had of the uh, meeting and uh, speaking to the risen Christ. These days are days of great joy and peace for us uh, when once again we meditate on the presence of the risen Christ uh, in the world and that sense in which his uh, appearance brings peace and joy to his disciples and that peace and joy is shared with us in these days. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you my brothers and sisters that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on the earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you own the Holy One. You own the Lord. You own the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. O God, who give constant increase to your church by new offspring, grant that your servants may hold fast in their lives to the sacrament that they have received in faith. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. On the day of Pentecost, Peter stood up with the eleven and addressed the crowd in a loud voice. Men of Israel, listen to what I am going to say. Jesus the Nazarene was a man commended to you by God by the miracles and portents and signs that God worked through him when he was among you, as you all know. This man was put into your power by the deliberate intention and foreknowledge of God. You took him and had him crucified by men outside the law. You killed him, but God raised him to life, freeing him from the pangs of Hades. 
for it was impossible for him to be held in its power since, as David says of him, I saw the Lord before me always, for with him at my right hand nothing could shake me. So my heart was glad, and my tongue cried out with joy. My body too will rest in the hope that you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor allow your Holy One to experience corruption. You have made known the way of life to me. You will fill me with gladness through your presence. Brothers, no one can deny that the patriarch David himself is dead and buried. His tomb is still with us. But since he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn him an oath to make one of his descendants succeed him on the throne, what he foresaw and spoke about was the resurrection of Christ. He is the one who was not abandoned to Hades and whose body did not experience corruption. God raised this man Jesus to life and all of us are witnesses to that. Now, raised to the heights by God's right hand, he has received from the Father the Holy Spirit who was promised. And what you see and hear is the outpouring of the Spirit. The Word of the Lord. Preserve me, Lord, I take refuge in you. Preserve me, God, I take refuge in you. I say to the Lord, you are my God. O Lord, it is you who are my portion and cup. It is you yourself who are my prize. I will bless the Lord who gives me counsel, who even at night directs my heart. I keep the Lord ever in my sight. Since he is at my right hand, I shall stand firm. And so my heart rejoices. My soul is glad. Even my body shall rest in safety, for you will not leave my soul among the dead, nor let your beloved know decay. You will show me the path of life, the fullness of joy in your presence, at your right hand, happiness forever. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Filled with awe and great joy, the women came quickly away from the tomb and ran to tell the disciples. And there, coming to meet them, was Jesus. Greetings, he said. And the women came up to him and, falling down before him, clasped his feet. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers that they must leave for Galilee, they will see me there. While they were on their way, some of the guards went off into the city to tell the chief priests all that had happened. These held a meeting with the elders and, after some discussion, handed a considerable sum of money to the soldiers with these instructions. This is what you must say. His disciples came during the night and stole him while we were asleep. And should the governor come to hear of this, we undertake to put things right with him ourselves and to see that you do not get into trouble. 
The soldiers took the money and carried out their instructions. And to this day, this is the story among the Jews. The Gospel of the Lord. This morning, as you noticed, uh, the readings are all about the resurrection and Easter. Strange though, in the Acts of the Apostles, that we kind of move quickly from Easter to Pentecost. You might have noticed that in the first uh, words of the, the reading itself. It's a very important reading because of what it says. Uh, Peter is speaking, uh, and simply what Peter is speaking about is about Jesus himself about his works, his miracles, his portents, these signs that he gave uh, and the fact that uh, not only was he killed, as they know, uh, but that he rose from the dead. And those are kind of simple words uh, to us uh, today, but they're very important words because we have in them the first words of the preaching and the teaching of the early church. Uh, who they understood Jesus to be uh, and the message that they themselves pass on to those first listeners but also to us the sense of who Jesus is his death and his resurrection and this becomes the core if you like of the whole Christian teaching itself this mystery of Christ who he is uh, and of course his death and his resurrection I don't know if you Notice uh, today that the Gospel uh, is from St Matthew and uh, if you were here uh, yesterday morning uh, it was from the Gospel of St John. Um, earlier on in the vigil we had the Gospel of St Matthew uh, but this is the kind of the follow-up uh, from what we heard on the Easter vigil itself. And there are kind of giveaway things in that passage uh, which you might want to think about today. Um, we hear that the women themselves uh, run quickly uh, away from the tomb uh, and that they are filled with joy. Um, you could kind of reflect on those words uh, today, that sense of eagerness, that sense of like uh, something unbelievable has happened uh, and that sense of joy that's in their own hearts. And isn't that the Easter story itself? That there's an eagerness in us when we receive that message uh, once again and that there's a profound joy that enters into our own hearts. And then, of course, in the passage, what we hear is that they actually meet Jesus and they hear his first words. And, of course, those first words are, are simple words. Don't be afraid. Um, we could kind of ponder on those words as well because they're very often repeated uh, by the risen Christ. Do not be afraid. Uh, there's no need to be afraid. And we kind of wonder maybe what those words mean. Are they, is, it, is it the sight of Jesus that they're not to be afraid, or, or is it a much more profound thing? No longer are they to be afraid of anything because of the risen Christ who is with them, of the light and life that he has entered now into their own lives. Do not be afraid. And of course then uh, what we hear is that there are simple instructions then uh, that they are to give uh, 
the message to the other disciples uh, and a meeting point between Jesus and them. Today as uh, we celebrate this Mass, we kind of sense that we are in these days of Easter uh, and the full meaning of them comes home to us. Uh, this uh, eagerness uh, with which the message itself has been communi communicated to us uh, from Peter, that sense in which he speaks those words and can't but help himself uh, to, uh, to, to tell those words. And that's the very essence of, of the church itself, to, to go out and to give this good news, uh, this good news which it is, and that's the whole uh, essence of the church. Uh, it's not the walls of the church, it's not the roof, uh, it's not all its kind of activities, but it's basically that, the joy of the good news uh, that we ourselves have and that we have to share with others. Uh, and there's an eagerness in that as well. Uh, we sense that in the, the women running at high speed uh, to tell the others. That's the very essence of what the church itself is meant to be about, that that joy and that eagerness uh, to tell others what we ourselves know, uh, that there's no need to be afraid uh, because the risen Christ is with us, his presence, his joy and his peace has entered into our own lives. Hopefully in these days of high anxiety, uh, these days of difficulty uh, for us, uh, that that message will enter once again into our own hearts, a message of good news, not bad news, but bad news is all, all about us, but this is a message of good news that has entered into our hearts once again, uh, and hopefully in these days it brings us great joy and great peace. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Accept graciously, O Lord, we pray, the offerings of your people, that renewed by confession of your name and by baptism, they may attain unending happiness. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, Lord, but in this time above all to lodge you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. By the offering of his body, he brought the sacrifices of the old to fulfilment, and in the reality of the cross, and by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself 
the priest, the altar, the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that sharing in the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days. That by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. May the grace of this paschal sacrament abound in our minds, we pray, O Lord. And make those you have set on the way of eternal salvation worthy of your gifts. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Continue to ask Mary for her special protection for ourselves in these days and also those who are sick. 
Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send forth sighs, mourning and weeping in the valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O most holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth in peace. Alleluia. Hallelujah.